What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nas, I feel terrible about what's happening to the women in Iran. You're from there, right? Or were you from one of those uh, other countries? I'm from Iran, Devin. Cool, cool. I love Kubide. Yeah, Kubide is great. Hey, Devin, what do you want from me? I was just wondering if I can share with you a song I wrote for the plight of the Iranian women. Oh, okay. Can I sing it for you? Any notes or criticisms are appreciated. Yeah, yeah, sing the goddamn song. Do you remember when the girls showed their hair And they would fly with freedom That was like American freedom Oh, Iranian women, we see you And your lovely hair Show it to us And dance and be free Allah may not want you to be free But you're free to me Let's make love under the Sycamore tree Then you will see Wow, Devin, that was the worst song I have ever heard in my life. Whoa, do you not care about what is going on with the women of Iran? No, I'm saying I didn't care for your song. It's a shitty song. You're a sexist. You hate women. No, I love women, Devin. I hate you. I think you're just piggybacking on a cause so you can get your horrible music career going. Naz, you're being really hurtful. Yeah, it's hurtful because it's true. Naz, you are triggering me. I am? Cool. You suck. Stop it. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. Stop it. You suck. No. Waiting for that. 
for the You're So Famous, Blake. Hello, welcome to Mr. Red's Lair. I am Mr. Red. Joining me once again is my podcast engineer, famous famous Blake. Hello, welcome, Blake. Very busy you've been, Blake, eh? Yeah. You know, um, I, uh, we got to just cut right to the chase here. We're getting political. I'm not used to being in a, a, a serious manner, but we got we to gotta get political. Yeah. Okay, Blake, I'm going to bring you up to speed on certain things that are going on in the world. Okay. And to, to illustrate these things that are, that are going on the, in the world, I'll tell you, a few weeks ago, I went to the cinema at the Promenade on a Saturday. And there were protests of Iranians at, around the promenade. Mm-hmm. And then there was another protest of Armenians. And I know the Ians can get really confusing for the American people and stuff. And so I'm going to explain it all. I'm not going to explain the Armenian thing, but I'm going to g- shed some light to you on the Iranian thing. Okay. You know why? Because my blood is from that country. Yes. You dig? Yeah. And the thing is, I'm not, I don't like politics. I'm not into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's stupid. I don't like it because... But it's important now. It's important. And th- when I say it's stupid, I just... I don't... I'm not a guy that wants to control people's lives here. And politics is about that. Mm-hmm. You know? And it kind of freaks me out. And people that are in big power here or in Iran or in any other place, they freak me out. Super rich people freak me out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Everybody outside of Wild 7... Freaks me out. You know what I mean? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some political insight, but also I'm going to tell you why I myself and the other comrades at Wild 7 uh-huh. are qualified to head the revolution here in America in terms of what's going on in Iran. Mm-hmm. So, Blake, if I may ask, what do you know about Iran? And don't worry about saying the wrong thing. Um... Honestly, I don't really know that much, but I do know just about what has happened over like the past like month or yes, a okay. Of weeks. So I'm going to give you a quick history lesson. So Iran is this country; it's in the Middle East, mm-hmm. and uh, my 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 pops is from there, and my mom is from there. And Iran, long story short, had a revolution, and uh, they were they threw out the the king, the Shah. Okay. The Shah was installed by the U.S. Before the Shah, there was this dude named Mossadegh who everybody liked because he was like, hey, motherfuckers, this is our oil. Fuck off, yeah. kindly. <laughs> England and the U.S. said, nah, I don't think we're going to fuck off. I think we're going to install a king that we like. Uh-huh. And then, so the king, he did some good things. He, he modernized Iran a little bit. You know, he made roads. Ah, <laughs> See, my headphones fell out. When I try to get political, I get so passionate, things happen. And the thing is, Mr. Red is here to fight. Now, Blake, have you seen Mad Max Fury Road? I believe so. Okay, so do, there's a part in Mad Max Fury Road. It's one of the most touching parts in the film where Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. she's playing Furiosa. Mad Max has just helped her. He's helped her and her fellow sisters to, to, to fight the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Mad Max is just doing his thing. That's how I feel. I'm just doing my thing. Some, some broads want to fight the patriarchy. I'll help them. Yeah. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Mad Max, at the end of it, he has Charlize Theron. She was about to die. He was about to, she was about to die, and he helped her. And at the end of it, this beautiful music is playing, and he just goes, he goes, 
I got to take off my glasses for this. He goes, my name's Max. And then he just nods and he's like, my name's Max. Like he's, he's saying, you see, I see you, you're about to die because mm-hmm. the world is so horrible to your species and you're fighting and I'm with the fight. And, and, and that's the, my name. I'm not trying anything with you, woman. I'm just, that's my name. You know what I mean? And I see you, you see me. And so let's see each other. So the thing is, in the, the, what was it? 79, something, some date, right? The, another, a revolution happened where a bunch of fucking students were like, fuck this Shah, he's torturing our people. We don't like him. He's a puppet for the US. We want him the fuck out of here. We don't like him. By the way, I'm gonna try and stay to the camera because when I look in profile, I turn into a mutant. I noticed it in the last episodes. It sucks. Okay. So they said, we don't like the Shah. We want him out. So that's what they did. I read this book called Revolutionary Iran. That was really great. It was a really good book about the subject and stuff. And I have yet more books to read. Um, there's a touching scene in the book, actually, where the Shah, when he was leaving the country with his wife, you know, the people want to fucking kill him. Mm-hmm. And he's in the airplane and they had to eat like bologna sandwiches that the crew gave them because nobody wanted to have anything to do with them. They, and they had the life. And the Shah was also, I mean, dude, he wasn't a perfect guy. He was a bit of a womanizer. He had people that were involved with like corralling women for him and stuff. There's a, and the reason I bring this up is because there's a lot of people in the Persian diaspora that are like, oh, we don't like this way that it is now. We want the Shah. But the Shah wasn't that great either. He was kind of a dickhead too. Case in point, all people in power are dickheads. dickheads. That's my thing. And so this revolution happens and it's based around the the, the religion. And they they find this guy, Khomeini, who's a big angry guy. When I was a little kid, I would always see pictures of this guy. And I would think, why is this guy always like, he was always like this. (laughs) <laughs> like always angry, always scowling, mm-hmm. always looking angry. And he was naive too. He wanted to build a, a society built around a religion, which whatever, everybody to each his own religion is a way of peace for people that can manage it and stuff. I respect it, whatever. I'm not into it. I'm spiritual because I'm in LA, I'm a douchebag. But I'm, I'm, you know, that's the way it is with me. So he, they even ask him, they go like, they go like, hey, Khomeini, in the Quran, it says like the bank systems have to be a certain way. How are you gonna figure that out? And then he says, well, we're gonna just figure out a new bank system, you know? Like, no, dude, there's the logistics of your utopic society. It doesn't seem like it's gonna work out. And in particular, it doesn't seem like it's gonna work out in regards to women's rights, which brings us to where we are today. Now, again, I'm qualified. We're, Blake and I are two dudes. We, 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 we have a, a, a diverse group here. And I want to say that I'm completely qualified. And I'll get into my qualifications of what allows me to lead the revolution here and help be an ally. Not lead, necessarily. The ladies in the front, that it's their issue. But I have to say, I'm an artist. I want to go back to Iran and make movies. I want to make a movie where a woman doesn't have to wear a fucking hijab. I want to make movies with blood and guts and all that stuff and fun stuff that I can do here. I can't go to Iran. A, a customer of my father saw Debbie and the Devil on Tubi, mm-hmm. and he said, hey, I saw your son's movie. Tell him, don't go to Iran. I can't go to Iran. I'm illegal. I'm illegal in Iran. Did you know this? I'm an outlaw. Because of the things that I've created, if they see anything that I've done, I'll get thrown in jail. That's just the way it is. Really? Yeah. 
you know, so I have my own fight here, people. So it's like, I get it that it's, it's, it, the, the catalyst of all of this, Blake, was a, a woman named Massa uh, was beaten to death because she didn't wear her fucking hijab, which is a disgusting sin, and I wish horrible things to the people that committed this crime. And the thing is, in Iran, it's like here, I had a, a guy from Iran tell me this. He's like, here you got the cops, and you have the CIA, and you have the FBI, and stuff like that. Over there, they have all these fucking wacky groups. The morality police, the Basij, the this, the that. And they're all kids with guns. Because I have news for you, Blake, okay? I'm, I'm almost 40, I'm a fucking old man. Do you have any idea how easy it is to manipulate a kid to pick up a gun and do what you want? It's really yeah, easy, pretty, yeah. it's really easy. It's shockingly, disgustingly easy. And it's really easy to sharpen them up with fear and then be like, okay, here, here are the rules of this, this, this order that makes sense. Dude, you see it here with fucking incels. It's the same thing. Imagine the incels here armed and with a disgusting authority to tell a woman whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, don't get me wrong, okay? I'm very against interventionism. I don't want Iran uh, to be invaded. And I, it's for the people to fucking change things. It's the kids, the kids, the youth, the old people, they're done. My age too, my generation, give up on we're fucking the kids. Or no, no, my generation too, it's all of our fights. It's everybody's fight. I'm here in lovely Los Angeles. It's a beautiful thing. Very privileged, I love it. But let me tell you why I'm qualified to lead the revolution here. So, Blake, as you know, um, in recent, ep the last episode, we, we had a whole story about the shop, the tailoring shop, yeah. and, and I got another one. Mm -hmm. My origin story, it's, it's, it's a new one. And I, I, I've mentioned this story before on the podcast in audio form, but I don't think I ever said it in, in video form. Okay. But this is really how I became this superhero i guess i don't know you know i'm wearing the kangol hat mm -hmm. you know so who knows because i'm seeking knowledge of self when you're political you seek knowledge of self that's what the rappers do that's what political writers do i'm a political writer you seek knowledge of self you have knowledge of self because he's wearing a beanie he knows you know what i mean it's like you have to be deep you have to be into your thoughts when i was a young shirt cutter blake in um in uh, uh santa monica mm -hmm my father's tailoring shop. And there were many uh, celebrities, as you know, coming in and out of that shop. Many, many, many wonderful, beautiful people. One of these people was Jamie Lee Curtis. Do you know Jamie Lee Curtis? I'll probably have to see a picture. She was in the, she's the star of the new Halloween Ends. She was, she's, oh. she's, the, she's the woman in it. She's Laurie Strode. Very nice woman. The last time I saw her, she showed me the poster of the newest Halloween movie in 2017, I think it came out. Oh, wow. And, and I, 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 I was behind my sewing machine. She, she smiled, she showed me the poster on her phone because they were just releasing it. Mm -hmm. And I put my hands up in the air and I said, Laurie Strode is back, ladies and gentlemen. I was so excited. Years before that, I was a young shirt cutter in the tailoring shop and I was a big fan of the film Halloween. I love those films. Mm -hmm. You know, she was in that film, Blake. At that time, I, I, I wasn't really the type to seek knowledge of self. You know what I mean? I was, I, was, I was very wrapped up in my own ways, wrapped up in my own race. And my father bought this tailoring shop from a man named Ray. 
And Ray used to talk like this, you know, like, hey guys, how's it going? You know, very nice guy. Unfortunately, his wife had passed away, so he was selling the business. And my dad was able to get it from him for cheap, you know, like for good. And, um, and but he would, he would stick around and sort of tell us who was who. That's Bruce Willis. That's Tom Hanks. That's this person, that person, all the celebrities, all the, that's this director, blah, 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 blah. And I sort was just- like you don't know, right? Right, right, yeah, yeah, I'm dumb, right, yeah. Um, and I was just, I was 18, mm-hmm. and I had just moved here with my family, and so I was like, and, and, and Blake, I, I don't exaggerate, I did not grow up a rich child, you know what I mean? I grew up a, a, a my father is a humble tailor, and he got into a good situation with this shop. Mm-hmm. And so it was notorious with Jamie Lee Curtis. We should take a break. How many minutes has this been? Uh, 13. 13? Let's take a break because I think, I think you'll see why I am qualified to lead the revolution. I have powers from this story. And um, let's take a break, yeah? All right. Okay, cool. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Watch my movie, Debbie and the Devil, for free on Tubi. It has blood and... And we're back. Okay, and we're back. Welcome back. Okay, so I was a young shirt cutter, and I want to say that, before I say this story, as I say any story of anyone from the shop in the old days, full respect to the people, full respect to Jamie Lee Curtis, you're amazing, and I also uh, look up to your uh, efforts in charities towards, uh, for, for children, your youth charities, and I know you're into those things, and I look forward in my life to giving to those uh, foundations and stuff like that. I think that's very, very good. I'll do it in secret so nobody knows, but I'll... Fuck it, I let the cat out of the bag. But okay, so uh, let me sip my water because this is, it's, it's almost, it might remind you of Spider-Man. Okay. It might, but let's, let's, hold on. Excuse me, audience, hold on. So anyway, at the time, I realized something. I wasn't even a shirt cutter. I was cutting sh- 
shirts, but my father really wanted me to be a salesman. Like he was like, you're going to be a good salesman. I'm like, no dude, I'm a bad, I'm not a good salesman. I'm bad at selling shit. If I don't believe in something, I can't really get behind it. It's hard unless I'm like goofing and acting and stuff. But for a while, he had me working out in the front with a suit and everything. And I was so goddamn uncomfortable in it. I'm comfortable wearing suits now, but like at that time I was a kid, you know, when like, have you ever had this Blake at school or like at university or something? It's like an office day. And then the young guys have to wear suits, but they look weird. Like it, they don't, they look like little kids in suits. They don't look like adults. That's how I felt. And I remember like one customer that just kind of came into my mind right now, like Sally Field, she was in Mrs. Doubtfire. She was the mom from Mrs. Doubtfire. She came in once and I remember she, she wanted to pick up her thing and I said, Field, right? And then she smiled like, yes, you know me, young man. You know, like uh-huh. very nice people. So Jamie Lee Curtis had this thing where Ray told me this. He said, oh yeah. And this other guy, Dan Resendez told me as well that worked there. He said, yeah, dude, when she comes in, she doesn't use the dressing rooms. She just kind of undresses in front of everybody and you just kind of have to deal with it. And, or, or just, you know, you just kind of just, just accept it and, you know, mm-hmm. move on or whatever. And so she came in one day and I knew of this of her. And you got to understand something, Blake, about me. I am a pussycat. I am a good kid. And I wasn't like, ah, I'm going to go see something. I was like, oh, I hope when that happens, I'm not there because that would be rather awkward. So one day she came in and... She just completely undressed in front of me. And I was like the only person there. Like she took off her shirt and she was wearing like this mesh bra and I could see her, 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 her necessities. And I, and I sort of, at that time, I was so inexperienced with life. Like if I saw nudity, I would kind of tear up a little bit. And so my lip trembled. And then I went to the back and I told my mom, I said, mom, she's naked. She's like naked. I can't be out there. And the mom said, get out there. Don't be a... <laughs> Of a wimp and and then so then I went back out there and then I helped Irene the the, the seamstress and everything and then like nothing and then uh-huh. I, I I was dating this girl at the time and I told her I said yeah Jamie Lee Curtis came in and she undressed in front of me it was rather weird and then um and then my girlfriend hated me she was like oh I got so mad at you for that and I was like well I can't control it. this is my life you know like and so then the next day Blake I noticed weird things happening huh First of all, the theme from Halloween kept playing in my head, but like it wasn't in my head. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, look, hold on, I need my glasses for it. It was like, it was, it was from another dimension. Mm. It was almost as if I had a sixth sense, like I could under, suddenly I knew about horror films I didn't even know about. Interesting. I went to a scientist, to a doctor friend, uh-huh. Hamid, everybody knows him here. I said, what, what's going on? And he said, I don't know, you know, like, so then I, I, it was, it was weird. And like, I noticed, I knew a bunch of like horror movie trivia. I knew a lot about Halloween. Mm-hmm. I suddenly had this, this, uh, this sixth sense. And then I remember going to Irvine. I used to hang out in Irvine with these Persian guys. Uh, Cause I was in high school. I used to hang out with them mm-hmm. and stuff. And they were all idiots except for one, one cool guy. Uh, and, uh, and they were talking about women and they were talking so like derogatorily. They were like, hey, they, they, some woman was walking by and they're like, oh, look at those boobs, man. Those are nice boobs. And I said, guys, I'm not into this. 
I'm not into the way you're talking about them because that's connected to a person. And maybe you should say, look at that person or maybe that's, that person has strong character, but you shouldn't be like, oh, that's just, it's kind of gross when you talk about a woman as a disembodied part of her anatomy. You know what I mean? And when that happened, I sort of realized and I started seeing things much more clearer. Mm-hmm. I started seeing... Uh, the, the, the genders as, as they should be and, and, and that everybody is equal and we should all... And I started to understand horror films like even deeper. Like I suddenly... Like, and so I sat down by my computer. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me just try to write a horror film. Dude, I wrote one in like 30 minutes. 90 pages. 90 pages. I wrote an entire horror film. Because, and then I went back to my scientist friend. I said, what's going on? He said, the nipples that you saw because they were in the great, one of the greatest horror films ever made, like much like Peter Parker getting bit by Mm -hmm. the radioactive spider, she gave you powers. And so now it's up to you. What are you going to do with these powers? And he said, he was like, what are you going to do? He was rude about it. He was like, what are you going to do with these powers? Motherfucker. I was like, dude, you don't have to like talk to me (laughs) Uh like that. I'll do something. Just I'll figure it out. We can test it out. Yeah. Okay. I have some questions. I, Blake pulled random questions from the internet about horror films to test out my abilities so that you see that this is why I'm, I, I can, because here's the thing, Blake. Yeah. After I, that happened, I wrote, the, the script that I wrote was called The Titties That United the World and I wanted to make it. I couldn't go to Iran to make it. I wanted to go to Iran to make it. I told my grandpa, I said, he said, and that means, Grandpa, I want to make a movie in Iran. And he said, what's the movie called? And I said, it's called The Titties That United the World. It's about a pair of titties that come from space. They unite Iran and America, kind of like Independence Day. I can't do that. So I want to start a revolution. And, and we, let's get going, ladies. I mean, listen, ladies, you're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great music, great everything. Great, great stuff. There's been some great... There's a song that's been, uh, been very popular in Iranian social media. It goes like... It's, it's very beautiful. It goes, It basically means for Massa, for freedom, for my titties movie. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let's, do you get what I'm saying? So that's the revolution. So I have a stake in this too. Do you have any idea how much it makes me cry to know that if I make a movie with a pair of breasts in it, I'll go to jail and die? And I've been to jail. I don't do well there. I make friends, sure. Not in a weird way, but like, you know, you got you to make friends there. You know what I mean? So, Blake. So, that's why. And then we're going to leave it at that. I'm going to answer the questions. And then you'll see. I, I'm, and I got the beret, man. You know, like I got the Che Guevara thing going. Blake, you pulled random questions from the internet about horror films. Uh-huh. I'm going to answer them. And then we're going to give our handles. I always forget to give handles. And so, how many minutes has this been? Uh, 21. 21? Yeah. Cool. We're good. This is for the revolution, guys. Okay. All right. Ask me anything, Blake. No question is off topic. Unless it's not horror. Just anything horror film. Okay. okay. Uh, what year was Halloween made? Sometime in 1970. Okay. 1970s. Um, who starred in Scream? Nev Campbell. And Andrew Barrymore. Okay. Uh, who directed Nightmare on Elm Street? <laughs> Wes Craven. Uh, was Jason the main character in Friday the 13th? No, it was Jason's mother. And what does Dracula drink? That was a trick question. Blood, of course I know that one. <laughs> I don't need to use my powers for that. So anyway, ladies, listen. 
It's very unfortunate, everything that's going on. Keep fighting. Uh, I have to say, listen, I'm just a jag off here, just joking around and stuff. There are kids that are like fucking getting killed out there and it's pretty infuriating. I've never seen my father uh, this passionate and into it. You know what I mean? My dad is pretty zen as I am in my regular life. And it sucks. It really sucks. And all jokes aside, I'm not... I, I, I did put aside the, the, the film, the titties that... Uh-huh. I, I matured. Um, I want to make other films. But it's a little ridiculous that... I mean, dude, let the artists do their thing. Let the woman have their hair out. Let the kids play video games. I don't get it. I don't... Blake, we're going to go back to doing our thing after this. But... I just want to leave it with this. I don't get people in power. I just don't. And the mullahs are the biggest fucking chomos in the planet. And chomo is jail slang for child molesters. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Can we leave it with a lighter note? Um, how many minutes do we have? We are 23 now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Blake. I think it's one... I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. The thing is, we dropped a bunch of episodes. They're totally doing other stuff and stuff, and we're having fun, and we always have fun here in Wild 7. But when there's something going on, and we feel like we need to talk about it, yeah, sometimes we need to talk about it, and I felt like we needed to talk about this. And it just... It kind of bugs me, and it only bugs me... It bugs me for the selfish reasons, like I cannot go there and make a movie about a girl. Mm -hmm. I want to make a movie about a girl, let's say, about her life. Nothing salacious, nothing crazy, but you can only go so far in conveying that truth if every scene, even in room, in, in film in scenes where she's in her room, she has to wear a thing over her head. That's a little silly. And again, I'm against interventionism. I hope everything gets sorted out, but I don't know. So many things have to be at play for a revolution to happen that all we can do is do our thing here, right, Blake? Yeah. Yeah, and just be supportive, try to be an ally, and that's all. And uh, yeah, that's it. I think that was pretty, uh, that was all. Spoke my piece. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Cool. Anyway, you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nas Red. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nas Red. And uh, yeah, check out Debbie and the Devil on Blu-ray on Tubi. Check out the uh, Killer Comanche issue two. Here's Killer Comanche issue two. Here's the Debbie and the Devil Blu-ray. And check out all of Wild Seven's comings and goings. Go to our website. Check out our YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe all of the amazing videos that we're dropping in the words of Alex Rogers. Simpin' After Dark is back, and it was a smashing return episode. Welcome back, Queen. And Blake, where are you? Where can the good people find you? Uh, just Instagram at uh, F-A-M-U-S, not F, not spelled the correct way. Famous. Cool. Um, just F-A-M-U-S Blake on Instagram and I have my link tree set up in my bio so check me out cool and uh, if you need any services of production kind low key camera thing as I just learned today um, you know just anything Uh, Blake is a talented individual as everybody here at Wild 7 is and uh, yeah you know what Blake I'm not going to wait for this music to go I'm just going to uh, and then we're done. Okay. You dig? Yeah. Okay. And a one and a two and a fight the power. Please take a moment and hit those like and subscribe buttons. While a small gesture, it really means a lot to Wild 7 Studios and allows us to continue creating meaningful and fun content for your viewing pleasure.